0: And then the little fish spoke as it broke away. It said, no limits, but no with a K.
1: You are now going off with RC and Muse. Uh, we've got a comment uh, from last week's show. And you know what? I want to make this regular feature. I feel like I've done Whoa. this the past two weeks now. Yeah. Where we just pick a thing of like, <laughs> hey, here's something we either forgot to talk about last week or a correction or something like that. And start the show with it as a little uh, last time on. For those of you who might remember last week... Uh, We talked briefly about the Grammys, music's biggest night, and we talked about the suspicious absence of The weekend in person and well as nominations. And I said specifically that there's got to be a very specific reason for that. Someone who has some of the biggest hits of the year, someone who just performed at the Super Bowl, was unavoidable on the radio... It doesn't make sense for them to just be completely ignored. So we've got a comment clarifying that The Weeknd had a choice. Perform at the Grammys or perform at the Super Bowl. He took the obviously better gig and the Grammys were salty and disallowed his music from being dominated and canceled his performance. In return, The Weeknd will no longer submit his music to the Academy. Sucks he couldn't win. Uh, but sucks, he was in such a tough spot.
0: But doesn't that just go to show, like, just how much this is about bullshit and politics more than about, like, actual music? Like, it's not like, yeah. you know, there was some misunderstanding and someone just got back. No, it's just like, no, you gotta do our thing because it's more important for you to do our thing. And it was like, well, fuck you. I'm gonna do the thing that's more advantageous to me. And they're like, well, if you're not gonna do our thing, then you're not gonna be out of this year as someone who made good music.
1: Like, fuck you. Like, you know? Here at the Grammys, we celebrate and recognize the cream of the crop, the most influential, the most groundbreaking and important music from the past year, unless you throw us some fucking shade and decide to perform at the Super Bowl instead. Like
0: Then you didn't make good music this year.
1: (laughs) The caveats there are like, um, I don't know then. It kind of makes it look like a uh, fucking sham, a charade. just a little bit. I don't know if it's necessarily... A better gig? I mean, it might be, but I've heard that you don't even get paid to perform at the Super Bowl. Like, they look at it as a commercial for your record. I mean, I'll put it to you like this. Did you hear people talking
0: all day about, like, the Grammy performances in the same way that you hear, like, about the uh, uh, Super Bowl performances? No, because it's like a very singular, oh, my God, look at what happened for half an hour.
1: You know, like, that guy's performance, you know? The WAP performance... True. True did get play for a few days after. Now that does say though, if the weekend was scheduled to perform, that means he was nominated for awards also, because I like they don't normally have people perform unless they're also Yeah nominated for awards. Even uh Poppy performed at the pre-show, one of the songs that was nominated for uh Best Metal Performance. I wonder how many awards the weekend was nominated for initially, and how many they just decided to scrap. I have a feeling it was probably most of them. At least the ones he applied was, like, applicable for. Like, not new best artist, hopefully. They're not pulling that shit. Chance the Rapper, best new artist, even though he's been making music for, like, five years, or Lizzo. I have a feeling he probably would have came close to sleeping, too. Which, like, it's a, it, it would be a shame if the Grammys meant anything, but they're such irrelevant bullshit... In 2021, that it's all just like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's like arguing people being inducted into the WWF Hall of Fame. Like, it's not real. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's all bullshit anyway. Oh, my God. What about the uh, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Isn't that a whole bunch of bullshit, too? I mean, probably. (laughs) I'm still waiting to see the, um, the nominees. I always... Like, it is bullshit. And, like, I don't really know how much it means, like... I, I'll use it for an example. I know the WWE Hall of Fame, like, if you're in the Hall of Fame, you get a certain paycheck because you're considered, like, a legend, and mm. then you, like, you sign a contract that makes it so, like, if they do future programming that revolves around Hall of Famers, you're included, so it is kind of... Oh, okay. Like, it does actually kind of help you financially. There's
0: a direct caveat that, that, that uh, benefits you.
1: I mean, I know back in the day when... Um, I know. I know specifically when the police and stuff like that were nominated, and the uh, the Ramones uh, one year were inducted. They re-released their discography, like remastered in in conjunction with their induction. Like, hey, people are talking about them again. Maybe they'll reignite some interest in their catalog, so we'll be able to sell some records again. Now that they don't really press CDs and records are just kind of out there, I don't really know if they do that anymore. <laughs> exactly. Like, if they're remastering them, they're remastering them regardless. I don't know if they need an excuse. I don't know. Maybe they'll make a non-fungible token out of
0: the. Oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake.
1: I regret we even talked about Kings of Leon and that shit. <laughs> if you go back and listen to that, we must sound so fucking naive about that whole thing. Like... Oh, how novel. I don't get it, but whatever. And then you read into it, it's like, oh, it's literally destroying the planet, and everybody should stop doing it immediately. Kings of Leon, did you even know? Yeah, right. Before you signed on? We didn't know, but, like, our navasses didn't know, but, you know, we didn't sign a fucking contract with the motherfucker. Two weeks ago, I'm like, hey, Kings of Leon has a non-fungible token record. Huh, ain't that quaint. Two weeks later, Pringles. What are you doing?
0: The infamous uh, video that should be the fucking video seen around the world of like someone like uh, just taking a phone and just like going through like that hot ass like room where where Jesus. All... Yeah, this is like, why do we even need this then? What is who needs it? It's it's literally uh, creating computations to justify the existence of a property that doesn't exist. Like fuck out of here.
1: This week on the show. We've got two listener requested albums. And boy oh boy, where do we start? Oh, let's start with uh James Ollis' request for Chill Dummy by POS. Fucking Doomtree? Now that's a name I haven't heard in a long <laughs> time.
0: And aren't both of the rappers today like Minneapolis rappers? Am I am I getting that right?
1: I couldn't tell you. I'm I'm not that familiar. I meant to check and see i guess i could do it now who all is in doom tree because i feel like we've reviewed (laughs) i feel like we've gone to this well a few times now
0: yeah they're from minneapolis and we're also reviewing fucking uh (laughs) atmosphere it's a minneapolis state episode look at that okay we've done dessa that sounds familiar yeah dessa i remember enjoying because she has an interesting you know voice and is doing some interesting stuff Think, did we do Sims?
1: I believe so, and... I think that's it. Yeah. And, this is three. and Cecil Otter, I think. We did Cecil Otter? Oh, yeah, that, that, that is right. Oh, man, holy shit. Yeah, I'm forgetting all of this. Wow. You're already giving it away. Because, <laughs> like, as... I?
0: And, oh, and no. it may, maybe we'll have... The, it may, maybe we'll come to a different conclusion. Maybe we have But so far, as we've reviewed the artists from Doomtree... I think I could go ahead and say, they haven't exactly left the biggest
1: mark on us musically. You're ready to write Doomtree (laughs) off. I'm calling for the check. (laughs) I mean, I feel like we say this a lot, but it was okay. Right, like... But, man... (laughs) Yeah, this left no lasting impression on me. I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. I listened to this album two days ago to take the notes... I had to re-listen to it today because I had completely forgotten everything about it. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, that's the one with that thing. Right, okay.
0: And like you said, it's not even like bad, bad, but it's just kind of like it's it's like water like you know it's like oh yeah it's you know good it's fine but you
1: know I, it's not what i immediately asked for if i was you know what i mean like it's it's got such a cool cover that i hate when when albums <laughs> with right? such weird interesting covers are like some of the most bland shit. And and it's like, there's uh, like
0: honestly some music on here that's like, you know, so this guy's a rapper for the most part, but you hear a little bit of, you know, grungy guitar in there, you know, some shit that sounds like, ooh, yeah. we're doing rap rock, okay, I'm with it, yeah, and then it just never builds or goes anywhere, and it's like, alright, we're just chugging along in the song, and now we're at the end, what, what, oh, okay, I guess next song, and, uh... Alright, there's kind of something happening, but, it, you know, it's like, it's so consistently that vibe, and it's like, like I said, it's not even bad, it's just freaking mediocre, I hate to say this, it's just off the gate, but I'm just like, what song am I specifically, uh, n- there are one or two songs on here that's, that's like, oh, that was actually, like, that came together and that was a bit of a joint, um, but yeah, like, starting off with the first song, like, Born a Snake, where it's like, alright, this is an okay intro, I like the instrumental, but... I'm not sure why he says "born a snake." I'm not sure what that feels
1: like. That has to do with the rest of the song. You know what I mean? Like, and then the next one is called "Wearing, wearing a, bear. a Bear," and it's just a it's one line in the song where he goes, "I'm wearing a bear." Call me Revenant or whatever. Because, that one? yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the album isn't Chuck full of timely references, but something about the production makes it. Made me have to double take that it was actually from 2017. Yeah, I was about to say, what year were you gonna think it was from? <laughs> Maybe like um, early days of Bandcamp, early days SoundCloud. It's like very simple trap beats, or like like the drum machine just kind of loops. There are some that but it's got did guitar sound in there, but it never. Yeah, liked... you got some fucking uh, fruity loops or whatever, got a garage band going on. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and I'm not trying to shit on them. Because it didn't sound bad. Like, I, I know when I say Garage GarageBand or Fruity Loops, and immediately it must sound like, oh, you know, it was sound like the most amateurish shit. There really wasn't. There were some tracks, like, I have written down, uh, Pieces Ruins uh, had an interesting instrumental. Ruins was so great. That
0: spacey, open hook where the, everything's left in ruins. Like, I was like, oh, okay. like, And the actual, like, uh, rhymes that he was spitting there were actually kind of, like, fucking tight. Um, I think, which was the one that had... Oh yeah, that was the one that had a uh, uh, bus your, driver. Yeah, bus driver on there, <laughs>
1: making then, a surprise appearance. Yeah,
0: and, and actually like kind of enjoyed his voice. Uh, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed his verse and everything he was saying. He was like, uh, you know, from the OGs, bio, what a mouthful when we when we write the laws, as poetry by council. sit with my fork and my dinner plate and knives, thinking I can do more than just entertain whites. My fight. I was like, oh shit.
1: They had some pretty good appearances. He got fucking uh, open mic eagle open friend Mike of the show. Open Mike eagle
0: had an incredible verse. That god. Yeah, stole the show. Yeah, uh, that, like, yep. I was not expecting it, but then I heard like, is that is that what I think? That better not be. Oh, shit.
1: Man, I would say for two reasons. You got to save the guest versus for last. Exactly. You should be building up to the guest because I've heard right. this other guy this whole time. Yeah. You know, this is nothing new. Open Mike Eagle, you should be working up to that. Why would you have him open the song and it's all downhill from there? And, and his
0: verse is so incredible and on topic... And then, like, and, yeah. and then you even get the hook, like the songs about, like, you know, uh, the infinite scroll, you know, like uh, being on the internet and, you know, doom scrolling and all that, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, new age topic sort of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Something you can really dig a teeth into. And fucking Open mic Eagle fucking delivers. And then there's a female rapper on there who does a second verse. And it's not like, you know, stellar, but it's still like, you know, uh... ke- ke- keeps with the vibe of what's happening, at least. And then, like like I said, it's not as good as Open mice because, you know, his was, like, fucking incredible. And then by the time you get to the third verse, it's so, like, nothing. And I think he, like, tangentially brings up something about, like, oh, uh, girl's scrolling on the phone, and, uh, uh, like, it takes it from Open Mike Eagle, who feels like, like, he's talking about, um, you know, this new age topic of, like, people, you know, always being invested in, it, in the internet instead of real life, and he makes you really understand that moment, and then POS comes in and just sounds like a, you know, some, you know, 45-year-old guy talking about, like, oh, the kid's on the phone, how about your Pokemon go to the pole? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, we're he's like, oh, she's on her phone all the time, but then he starts his verse, yeah, it's like, later on in the verse, he's saying, like, oh, she on the phone and da, 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 and I'm on a date but she's texting and, uh, but earlier he's like huh compare myself to who uh, sketching on this mothership rock with the champion crew fitting in with the other shit nah and it's just like but what? that's clearly not what this was about like and your hook like, had a, it was a really good fucking hook, where he was just talking about, like, I'm a dead man walking, the streets ain't talking, they're busy on the phones, oh, yeah. you know, favoring their problems, liking all their causes, can't help feeling alone. Like, that was such a good hook, you know? Especially when he goes, like, Lost in the Infinite, and you hear, like, the cavernous beat happening, like, that was so cool! And then he just does nothing with it when he gets to his verse, you know what I mean? like I think it would have been more
1: impactful if, was it, Manshita. I I think her verse was what really killed it. I didn't mind POS's. I actually thought he had a pretty strong uh, showing on that one. But, man, I'm just not here for these (laughs) whisper-ass singing verses. It's like...
0: It takes me out of it. You know, I think I enjoyed the audio dynamic switch-up of it. I think that was what I Mm. liked about it the most, you know? Because, yeah, when when I'm pressured to be like, okay, what was the lyric from there? I'm like, uh, uh...
1: (laughs) I'm looking through, I'm scrolling through this, trying to see if there's anything um, really worth talking about. Oh, okay, here's one that ended up getting a higher rating than I thought it would have for a song that I didn't really care for, Bully. Oh god, I didn't like that one.
0: Bully! 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 I, I couldn't fucking
1: take it. <laughs> I hated the bully sample. That was so fucking annoying. It sounded
0: like a like yeah, messed up machine broken version of like Young Jeezy's, you know, s-
1: scritchy voice saying bully, you know, and it was just uh, uh the instrumental was like it was super bassy. But it also had, like, ominous, echoey strings thrown in, too. Yeah, when it first started, I did not enjoy the the way
0: the drums were, like, all up in your fucking ears. You know what I'm saying? I liked that. No, I, I liked it a, a better when, like, a little bit into the verses, when you hear, like, it, the track has more room to breathe, and you hear this bending metal trash can compactor thing in the background. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Which sounds like really Like, that felt like it was very ominous and set the mood right. But the first thing just felt like... <laughs> I was like, oh, fucking back up. Like, you know?
1: And I liked the distorted vocals on uh, rapper hooks. I thought the verse was meh, but I liked how, like, it was just kind of getting more, like, harder and harder to make out with how distorted it was getting. But between the bully sample and the inconsistent beeping, which I didn't understand, how it goes from, I'm with 20 bad. Beeps out the word bitches. Yeah! Ten of them wearing hoodies. She's already on my beeps out dick. But then it goes, I'm just trying to find where to put it. Got hobbies of a nerd, but I'm a motherfucking bully. (coughs) And it comes up later, too, where in, like, the same line, it'll bleep out a word. And... and later in the song, they get more and more innocuous, like they're not even like yeah. songs that would, like, they're not even words that would get censored on the radio. And then it would be followed up by like a motherfucker or something that, like, obviously would be. And I don't know what they were going for in the context of the song.
0: Yeah, there was one where it was like with a couple bottles and a, beep, a couple bottles. Yeah, and I was like, bottles. what the fuck's going
1: on? Like, well, yeah, why is that beeped? <laughs> and it's like I would, I would dig that if it was a concept that made sense and it was about that? Yeah. But I don't know why you're doing it. So it's, it, it's just annoying. This song
0: feels like it's about nothing. Like, it. you listen to it, what does he say? He says, like, and I'm probably doing everything I shouldn't, reaching for uh, the stars because my father said I shouldn't. It just rhymes shouldn't, we shouldn't, but whatever. And then a smart R word, at least he believed that one. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll push if you tell me pull it, just as long as my description
1: and definition is bully. Is this like bully? Is this like 1900s? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Good show, I bully. I don't think it is. <laughs> Fucking Professor Elemental ass <laughs> up in here, what's going on?
0: And then there's a couple of songs in here where, like, I did like what was happening, and then the song just ends after a minute. It's, like, literally the two songs yeah. where there was, like, something happening. It was, like, oh, okay, we're kind of building to a little, huh? And it just, like, fell into the next record, I'm like, what's happening?
1: Lanes. It was really short, and it ends about two-thirds into the song, then to just fade back in and repeat the chorus... Yeah, that like, was... Yes! If he didn't have anything, just call it. Move <laughs> on to the next one. Right! Why fade out only to come back in and then... that? Oh, I feel like I said this just last week. When songs will do this, they have the false ending. And they bring it back, and then they just don't do anything with it. It's like, then what's the point? Yeah. I remember there was a Katy Perry song... Um, oh was that was that really annoying? Um, uh, this is how we do oh, God. <laughs> And at the end of it it like it stops and then you hear Katie go, oh no no no, bring the beat back mm-hmm. And then it goes on for like 30 more seconds and she just like she doesn't do anything like she doesn't <laughs> say anything else over it. when the beat wasn't even that good, it's not like okay, one example where I think it works because the beat is so fucking dope is Loose Control by Missy Elliott. Oh, okay, yeah. Where, at the end of the song, it's like, here we go, here we go, and it's like, bring the beat back, and it's like, yeah, yeah I want to hear that beat again, because that beat's yeah. fucking <laughs> You're like, yeah, I wasn't ready to hear that go again. Just just let that roll for, like, another minute or two. I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with that. Because it was so hype that it was like, yeah, cool, but, yeah, if you're just gonna fade it out for no good reason and just bring it back, it's like, that just could've stayed gone. I didn't need that again. Roddy Piper,
0: what the fuck was that song about? <laughs> I was a speci- not about Roddy Piper. You got one reference, that's it. Yeah, I specifically saw the title. I was like, oh, 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 this was gonna be the fun one. I'm
1: gonna be talking to you about what this is a reference to, and what that could be a reference. Not really. I'm painting half my body black in a controversial moment that won't look good on TV in about 20
0: years.
1: (laughs) I'm throwing throwing a lot of homophobic jokes in my promos that also won't age very well. But no, all we get is, I'm here to do two things. I'm all out of gum. Which is a really shitty way to drop that ball, by the way. Dude, he
0: so messes up that reference.
1: He He doesn't even deliver it well. Like, he didn't
0: have enough words and he just, like, he didn't have enough, uh, he didn't have enough time in, like, the beat. So he just jumbled a couple words out and he's like, I just came to do two things. I'm fresh out of bubblegum. You didn't even have
1: to do it. Like, if it's the only one you're gonna do, just don't even do
0: it. And, like, the way he starts the verse, it's just like nothing. He's like, killer pizza. Awful people. Yeah. Church and steeple. I've been the when to stop the leak before it floods, huh? What? Killer Pizza? What? <laughs> <laughs> <What's
1: happening? laughs> I think I'm just so used to to, to Mega Ran and his uh, Matt Mania stuff that, like, if you've got a song called Roddy Piper. I'm expecting a fucking remix of the bagpipe music right. or something like <laughs> like you're playing up to it're like you're playing into it a bit you're you're making some references. like you don't have to make the whole song that, obviously, but it's like there wasn't even a point to it here.
0: The other song I kind of really enjoyed was uh, Thieves, but that was only really for The Hook, because The Hook had a really cool concept. You said, like, we could live like thieves. We could live like kings. They could both be the same thing. Yeah, they're exactly the same thing. when you think. About, and I was like, holy shit, whoa, that's making me think about, like, you know, yeah, the monarchy and how fucked up it is. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's never that. And then the first is, eh, it doesn't really go into it. Not, not really, you know. And it's like, what? why would you bring, like, you're obviously thinking about something cool, and then you just didn't follow it
1: up, you know? Can we talk about the weird missed opportunity here, or the wasted potential, of the last track? Oh, Sleep Drone Superposition? It's over eight minutes. Yes. It's featuring, hold on, let me count, I want to be accurate, one, two, three, four, five, Mm -hmm. six, seven, eight people, allegedly. (laughs) I say that allegedly. Yeah. For, for a reason here in a sec. So, we get the strongest presence from Hard R, who is apparently uh, P.O.S.'s son thrown on the track. oh It shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really is one of those, whose nephew is this? How did he find his way onto the track? Oh, he's literally P.O.S.'s son. That makes sense. So,
0: earlier when he said that, yo, I'm kicking it with Hard R, I thought it was like he was kicking it with his homeboy. Is that his fucking kid? Nah, yeah, he's just, he's just
1: chilling with his family. (laughs) (laughs) He tried to
0: make that sound so much cooler.
1: (laughs) Nah, no. Um, so yeah, it's, when you look at it, like, it seems like a super daunting posse cut when you've got, featuring eight people, like, holy shit, is this fucking oldie from fucking Odd Future? Like, we're gonna get everyone on the track, everyone's gonna bring their A game. Yeah, the track's almost fucking nine minutes long. We've got a couple (sighs) mediocre subpar verses from his son- it says this is where the allegedly comes in. It says Lizzo is on the track. What? Where is Lizzo? Just part of the like fucking that chorus? By the studio. <laughs> yeah, like they have like a chorus of people singing on the chorus. Uh, is Lizzo in there? I fuck it. Maybe it's a fucking all of the lights situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we got her in the fucking um. God, what was her name? From LaRue? Oh. Going all the way this time, time. Okay, look. I really like all the lights. I always skip to the next track once that part starts. All the
0: way this time,
1: Todd? God, I used to know her name because I used to think LaRue was kind of cool. When, was it Bulletproof? Yeah, this time, baby,
0: I'll be... Yeah, it was like, oh, look, Bullet! we're going to back to the 80s. Yeah, I'll be bullied.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if you listen to this album, that was worth it. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Um. So, like, by 2017, y- if you have Lizzo on a track, Lizzo has already put out her EP right. with Good As Hell. I think Truth Hurts might even have been out by this oh, point. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You give her a featured verse or something in an eight to nine minute track? No, he's gotta give It's his, just he, pissing. gotta give his son another verse. <laughs> they're just wasting time. The chorus repeats so fucking much and it really does make it seem like okay, we're gonna be talking about some real shit here with some police brutality and then like I wasn't really left with any, like, super powerful, meaningful messages from it. It was just like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, one lyric, he's like, I've been waiting for nothing. This
0: pain is nothing. I would be clutching my stomach, but this, this here is nothing. Scheming on what I wanted. This pain is nothing. This pain is pumping through my veins. It's nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you said it.
0: <laughs> Part of a nine-minute song. Uh... <laughs> like, by the time I got here, it was like, what are we? what is this for? In superposition. I'm in the superposition. What is uh, the superposition? <laughs> no. And, nah. and I had to look it up and it was like, uh, oh, it's like, you know, the state of uh, movement but also stillness at the same time. It's like, you know, it's kind of appropriate because the song sounds like it's not going anywhere for 8 minutes. It's running in place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I guess if he wanted to personify that, he did a good job, but it's not <laughs> He's a good not a fucking experience. treadmill. <laughs>
1: I, I feel like calling it here. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I gave this a two and a half. I ended up
1: giving it a generous three. Yeah, uh, generous indeed. <laughs> yeah, uh, but moving on to our second request from Mick Swagburger XL, bringing us atmosphere when life gives you lemons, you paint that shit gold. Darren, we've now hit Doomtree three times. And this will make our third atmosphere album as well. Look at that. Reviewing, Minneapolis uh, representing
0: for this week.
1: <laughs> reviewing Fishing something. Fishing what it? Blues. Uh, Seven fishing Blues. Travels.
0: Atmosphere has been someone that like uh, my, my friend in in high school and college was really into him, you know, and uh-huh. he, he's like, like you know, like uh, he, he's the underground white boy rapper. He's not like the mainstream Eminem. He's telling you exactly about his feelings. You know, he'll tell you about like a relationship he had and he'll be so painfully honest about it that you got to respect him. You know, like he's that kind of uh, level. I think I, I, I think I might have brought it up on uh, the other episode as well. And, you know, there is something definitely to respect of that where you're just like, oh, my God, he's just being so fucking real about what he's talking Mm. about. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I do remember us being like, you know, it's not that he's not, like, you know, good, but sometimes it'll just kind of feel like, oh, that felt like a little less than I was expecting him to go with for, like, certain tracks. Like, wasn't there that one song where we were, like, yeah, I'm representing Minneapolis, and you know, one time I came across this kid who came up to me with a gun, and he was like, Sir, I found this gun. So we should do something with it. And he's like, Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we should do something with it. And I was like, <laughs> I, mean, I guess it didn't go where I was thinking it was going to go, but
1: at the same time, I like, yeah, was like, Yeah, it's like, Well, anyway. <laughs> like, whoa, no. Is there more to that story? Because that was vaguely interesting. No, that's it. Oh, okay. Well. All right, next song I guess
0: but, but atmosphere is like like now I don't want to like necessarily doubt it because like that is a, his sort of like slice of life appeal right like you know he's just telling you the real 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 reality of what he's going through and, <laughs> and I like do enjoy a lot of it in fact I will say that like of all the albums we listen to, I think this is the best one I think this is the most focused most consistent the stories are the most like poignant and cutting with what they're saying you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying um like the rest of us, had a, started off with a beautiful piano loop. Uh, yes. With that fucking... And, and he goes into a lot of stories of, uh, particularly women, um, but I, I think it's kind yeah. of cool, like, just sort of like... Yeah, well, it does kind of feel like, wait, is this like a bigger story? Because it feels like he kind of repeats some things. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I feel like we already Uh heard that story, but okay. But again, if if I try to go like, well, is it like trying to play into like a a bigger album? Because like, maybe we're seeing like a different aspect of that story. Like, maybe that's what he's doing, you know? Um... Earlier, he has a lyric in the first one, like the rest of us. Shit, you know, there's no way to measure us. Not every pony grows up to be a Pegasus. You gotta let people be hypocrites. Count your blessings and mind your business.
1: That follows uh, a pregnant woman offering him a cigarette, and I, I thought the not all ponies grow up to be Pegasus is like if someone's smoking that like could stunt the growth of the baby. Oh, I didn't. I thought maybe that was the reference there. Uh-huh. Or something, but yeah, I, I liked that, um, I like that connection, and you touched on a lot of things I was about to say. Oh. first of all, I will completely agree with you, good sir. This is the best of the three. yeah. I still didn't love it. and <laughs> but yeah <laughs> with with that said, though, it is, I did think it was better. Than the other two. This falls in between. Uh, Seven's Travels was a few years before this, uh-huh. and uh, Fishing Blues was a few years after, so we're right in the middle here of the, we know where he's been, we know where he's going, and this might have been where he peaked. Um, mm. a lot of the stories, uh, do happen to focus around women, not in, um, <laughs> not in the best way.
0: I think, uh, I think it's like, it, it's sympathetic uh, in, 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 in some <laughs> respects. In other ones it feels aw- like earlier when he says, uh, she ended up on the pole with her heels pointing at yeah. Jesus she used to know stripped her down to her naked body. We made her drown in a lake full of patriarchy in between the pride and the misery with the infinite supply of sympathy. Are these invisible walls that hold me like the goldfish bowl is the whole sea? Like, You know, like, poetic flourishes and things like that where it's just like, I feel like we're getting, uh, like, a deeper picture of this, and it's not just, oh, shame, shame, shame for being a
1: sex worker, right? It's weird because there are points later where he absolutely does do that. Mm, Yeah. There's a good bit of what some would perceive, uh, possibly me, perceive as some casual misogyny, uh, slut shaming, sex worker shaming, um in general, here, that comes up, in my opinion, way too much. Even if we're looking past the uh, songs about women specifically, it's a very judgy album. It judges sex workers, it judges drug addicts, it judges alcoholics. Like It presents these stories, but not in the most sympathetic way. And a lot of them, it comes off kind of judgy, kind of preachy. And that rubbed me the wrong way. If we're just going to cut to the chase, I just got to cut to the worst one, in my opinion. Which one? The one that exemplifies everything I had a problem with, and that's the skinny.
0: (laughs) See, that's actually one of the ones I liked more. (laughs) Fuck
1: that. No.
0: I I liked how it was like, uh, remember that uh, Fort Minor song, Cigarettes? no you ever heard that like it's kind of like doing that like a you know personifying like how people you know could be a slave to like well i mean here it's specifically cigarettes again which is interesting to me because it's like you know i thought it was gonna be about like heroin you know like oh yeah suck that skinny white dick or whatever but it's like oh he's talking about cigarettes which is interesting to me because like that is actually i would say like the the better thing to go after, right, in the grand scheme of things, because that's what's legal, and it's allowed to kill people. You know, heroin is illegal, and, you know, I mean, I, I guess we're doing all we can to do about that, but the fact that, like, we have these, you know, a system where lobbyists are allowed to, like, keep this thing that's clearly dangerous and killing people uh, completely legal because, well, you know, we were already making money off of it before we
1: decided to kill people in a horrible way, so... Uh... You know what's so funny? I never got the connection that this was supposed to be about cigarettes.
0: It, it, you don't really get into like the last second where he's like, oh, the cigarette but sing along. And I was like, wait, what? That's a bit of a silly image. Oh, he's like...
1: <laughs> he does that shit twice. He thinks he's fucking clever.
0: <laughs>
1: Again, I think I should probably preface it by saying that this was 2008. And a lot of this was pretty par for the course mm. for 2008. This is very of that time. In certain aspects, he seems very sympathetic this person is a victim who has been manipulated, but then a lot of the time is very insulting yeah, and you're demeaning. Right. You're
0: right. Cause like, yeah, the one little is like, uh, I know it feels like you can't without. Uh, I know it feels like you can't live without him. And you're still too embarrassed to tell your parents about him. And like, there, there's that sense where it's like, Oh, I get it. Like they're comparing like having a bad boyfriend to, you know, like yeah. but it's, yeah, the way he keeps specifically going for the, it's kind of crazy how he's on your mouth. Every time you need a little bit of help, you are like, Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and, and how he just goes like, yeah, you you want to suck that dick, so suck it. Like, the way he says it, it's like, all right, so, you, so you're addressing and you're aware that this is a problem. But you're not really offering solutions. You're just passing judgment. Rather harshly, if I might add. Yeah,
0: I guess there's some capacity of it where it's just like, he's trying to put you in the moment of the, the harshness of that reality. Right? Like, I guess so. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, you're right. It, it makes it kind of go off. as like, why are you so bad at that?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, if this is a problem, like if the person later, like there's a song about, like there's a couple tracks about people being alcoholics, he doesn't really offer solutions. And I guess that's the point where he's just like a passive narrator, but if you're a passive narrator, why are you interjecting and editorializing and being so fucking judgmental all the time? You know, maybe that's what it is. Just tell it like it is. He's representing Minneapolis and, and the, the true despair of,
0: uh, oh. of, of the town, you know?
1: <laughs> There's a couple other tracks that got low ratings for me, trying to skip around here. Okay. I didn't like you. <laughs> you love the people that
0: love you. You hear the music they groove to. You, don't, you, know, don't, you don't, don't, know, don't know. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. You. Know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That
1: was what was wrong. I forgot the inflection. That was so fucking annoying. I couldn't stand that chorus.
0: And then, like, I wasn't sure where he was going for. Okay, so like, the song is kind of saying, like, oh man, you know, this woman has to deal with all this BS. You know, like, she's got to uh, deal with being at work, and you know, if she's feeling a little angry, you know, she's allowed to feel that way. It, that's the song, right? And then, yeah. like. And later on, it seems to be, like, really on her side and, like, talking about her story. And then at the end, he says, like, you know, flirting, sexual tension, surfing through them, then. Because they all searching for that bent one. Or just one to bend. And you look like you could be my friend. With a smile that uh, that I just got to flirt with. Girl, you look like you just got off work. And it's like,
1: wait, is he flirting with her now? That's what I'm saying, yeah. The whole song is about a waitress who has to deal with creepy dudes all day. And then he ends up being a creepy dude. <laughs> like, What?
0: All right. Yeah, like is that the point? To be like, oh man, she can't even. Even the narrator, <laughs> she can't. She has to deal with his roving eye.
1: <laughs> he can't even help. himself. So like all right. <laughs> what song were we, were we talking about with, with the with the mom? Oh, Dreamer. That's right. <laughs> the mom who
0: has to deal with the, uh, uh, she, she's she got two kids and she's got to deal with the deadbeat dad. And uh, like I, and this happens like more than two times on this album.
1: There's the waitress who has to deal with Slug being a creep. There's Dreamer <laughs> where this woman, uh, yeah, she has two kids. One of which just kind of either like runs away or gets kicked out and... And the, the husband either doesn't work or, like, yeah, he's a lazy bum. He, he relies on her to, to, uh, to work to support everyone. And then it ends with when you smile and she doesn't return it, give her room, man, don't disturb it. If it makes it hurt less to curse and fight, go ahead and hate the world, girl, you earn the right. It's like, all right, that was pretty dope. What was weird though, I couldn't help but notice that it starts off by saying, like, she's got a condition of the heart. She's got a heart condition. And then it talks about how, like, she's not in the best of health. It's like, oh. And then it's, like, ultimately unrelated and irrelevant. Like, I don't think it really
0: delves with that again. Yeah, that comes up first. And then... Yeah, why did you lead with that? (laughs) I don't know. Again, it's like, it's so, like, giving you such intricate detail of someone's life that it's just, like... There just ends up being certain information where it's just like, why are you saying
1: all of this, though? Did I, do I need this as part of-? I was waiting for that other shoe to drop. I was like, oh, no, is she going to get ill? Like, what's going to happen? No? Oh, okay. Cool, I guess.
0: But no, it mainly uh, ends up being about, like, uh, at least I think I remember mostly, like, where she, you know, she talks about she's leaving that guy. But then it kind of becomes clear that he moves back in
1: with her. Yeah, like, he, like she can't leave him or he can't leave
0: yeah, or, or, like, you know, because he says um, uh, he wants to play his part, so she let him move into that garden-level apartment. Mm. Uh, she, <laughs> she knew she knew better, but she did it anyways. Explain better when you're trying to see some better days. Like, I like that in the sense of, like, you know, like, I don't want to get with this guy and he seems like, he, like he's a piece of shit, but you know what? Help is help and I kind of need it, so I'm not going to... You know, like, yeah. you kind of get that feeling of desperation that the song is trying to mm-hmm. give you, right? So, like, you know, points for being able to, like, give you these, like, real feelings and make you understand them to a certain capacity, right? Like, that's where I give him props on for a lot of these tracks. But, yeah, like, there's so many tracks where... And, and as well, like, with the other guy, where it would just be, like that clearly doesn't rhyme that well, and you didn't try to make that rhyme better. <laughs> you know, like, so much throughout this album where it's just like, come on, you know that didn't rhyme, man. Yeah. Like, I get, I get it, oh, you know, trying to do the beat poetry out it, but it just sounds bad when you just, really like when you set up certain things where it'll be like, okay, but that really didn't fit with that, and it sounds awkward, and it's like, you just didn't care
1: that it sounded awkward, you know? The other one in this Waitress trilogy, where... I thought this one did have a interesting twist. And this was the one where again where the other one was like, oh cigarette butts, like, ah ooh, gives a little wink and a nod, the fucking um the common her name is hip hop, like <gasps> <laughs> The whole point is that there is a waitress that he's trying to communicate with, and it's revealed at the end of the track that he's like her deadbeat dad, and that's why he's trying to reconnect. It's like, oh okay. Oh, actually, no. I'm sorry. The one that I thought was the the uh, little the sneaky uh, was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. I like that one. I <laughs> thought yesterday was sweet. I thought that was a really great track. Yeah. And but the like the little like at the end where it's just like ah, because I know you're not there because you passed away, Dad. Like he crammed all of it. Like yeah. Like, oh, I thought I saw you. Was that you? Oh, that couldn't have been you. Why couldn't it be them? What's wrong? Oh, they're dead. And there is dad? Like, I could have pieced <laughs> all of that together. But okay. You spent this whole time laying this out in this really sweet sounding song. And it tells a great story. And then you just have to spoon feed me at the end. Like, I didn't need that. Just feels corny. Honestly, I thought he was talking about like an ex-girlfriend
0: when i first heard it oh okay (laughs) so when it came to me about that i was like oh (laughs) because like there were certain lyrics that felt just like a little too friendly and i was just like i mean all right well you know whatever And then (laughs) like oh is that because yeah that was the thing it's like there's certain lyrics that sounds like he's talking about someone he'd be in a relationship with and then it was Mm. like oh that's talking about your dad i mean i oh i guess you can feel that way you know it was just kind of odd you know (laughs) and then uh yeah the waitress was one where y- you kinda get left like I-, I enjoyed that more, like that subversion more than uh necessarily on the waitress, which I still think was like a good enough cut, but it, it didn't give you enough for the build up to matter. Cause with yesterday yeah. he's telling you all about his story and then for the reveal of like, oh my God, I'm talking to my you know dead father. I didn't really see him, you know? But like the waitress of having me the point of like this guy bothers this uh, th- This homeless guy is, you know, always bothering this waitress at a job and, you know, she just won't leave him alone and, you know, he comes in like every other day or something like that, but, you know, she worries when she doesn't see him because she knows he's a homeless guy, so, you know, maybe he's dead or something like that, but every time she comes in, he's a nuisance and, you know, only gets some cornflakes or something like that, you know what I'm saying, like, you know. So, yeah, and then it kind of, you know, as the verse goes on, he's, like, angry at her, and he's, like, look, lady, I'm homeless, I'm crazy, I'm so hopeless, I'm suicidal daily, and I'm assuming he's saying this to her, <laughs> it's, like, right, uh, which is really odd, it's, like, like where, where does he get off going, like, if you and I can't coexist, let's fake it, because I ain't got the energy it takes for this relationship, it's, like, you could leave my establishment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, matter, matter of fact, get the fuck out. You're banned.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, I'm waiting for a city bus to flatten me and transport me to the ever after happily. Like, so with that, like, I kind of got, you know, the the muck and grime of a story, right? Like, maybe reincarnated with luck, come back to Earth as a cockroach in your tip cup. Then just having the reveal of being like, by the way, all this time I was your dad. It's like, I, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really change the story like unless she said something earlier that was just like you know i'm so sick and tired of you you know you've been bothering me for years or something like that maybe a little bit of a oh what does that possibly lyric possibly mean you know but it never does that it just goes oh by the way did you know it was her dad it was like well did she know because she never addressed
1: him like she was like you know so it's weird (laughs) what if at the end it was like hey by the way i'm your dad and she's like yeah, I know. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <Like, laughs> You've still you been a know? real dick to me. <laughs> yeah. You've been overstepping countless boundaries. <laughs> invading my space. Scaring my
0: patrons. Yeah, because yeah, it ends with, uh. so there it is and I have to live with it. I had the chance to make a difference, but I didn't. In the cafe bathroom, drinking free tap water, thinking, damn, I should have been a better father to my daughter. Uh, yeah.
1: Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah <laughs> Anyway, next, what do you got? What do you got for me, slug? <laughs> um, put her here. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's so weird.
0: It's like I said it's not that I like hate this album, you know. It's like No. there's great production. Lush production on a lot of these. Fucking wild wild horses. Woo! With the glitzy Yeah, that's a good Production, one. you know what I'm saying? Wild wild horses. You know, I like that one. Oh, and, and in her music box. Again, like yeah. this feathery soft flute solo, especially that comes in at the end. Such great like musical production, and and the verse which is like talking about like you know uh this girl who rides around with her dad and listens to rap music, and you know he she she grows up listening to hip hop with him because you know he he's like rapping all the words, and it sounds like he's like you know the rapper you know she he, he you know puts so much invo- inflection into it and stuff like that you know she looks up to him as like he's like the superstar like really rapping the song you know, and so you're kind of getting that, and it doesn't really lead anywhere. It's just kind of like it's a nice story. Story, but it doesn't like land on anything ultimately you know what i mean like make, like is he hitting on girls while driving around with his daughter like asleep in the passenger seat that feels kind of weird <laughs> like,
1: yeah that's strange
0: <laughs> daddy drives around mommy works night shifts sweet dreams little precious but then like there's parts in there where he says stuff about like oh he's hitting up girls while while the the high hats sing her to sleep or something like that and i'm just like well where's this taking place um but yeah and I, I did like uh, again like it's not necessarily like a big story necessarily but I guess it's just like about it, you know it's a character slice of life sort of song with with a lot of these you know what I'm saying
1: it's one of the less depressing less judgmental ones she sings along like
0: dad does she knows all the words but she leaves out the bad ones except bitch she always sings the word bitch because it makes her daddy laugh it's a magic trick and when daddy picks mommy up they fight they fight about money they fight about life she concentrates so hard on the music and loses herself in the bass in the movement and so you know like getting that sort of like I said slice of life story like oh okay like really get this and then, but then there's yeah just the sort of oddity of the story of like oh she says bitch
1: though it makes her dad laugh like, I forgot about that so I do take back the less depressing um <laughs> it's more of the same right keep in. them coming atmosphere <laughs> keep them coming slug I ended up giving this a three also oh I gave this one a four <laughs> oh, no, I, I couldn't do it. Like I said, I think I think
0: this one definitely has the better production of these two albums. Uh, if we're representing Minneapolis right now, I think this has the, the more oh, the, consistent sound. Oh, these two? Sound. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got a good showing, right? Like, these are some interesting trends. They're taking you somewhere, right? Like, they're taking you to the moment which, hey, what could be the sad, rain-drenched world of Minneapolis? I don't know. I've never fucking been there, but it seems like it. <laughs> this seems like the sadness of Minneapolis.
1: <laughs> There has to have been some crossover between Atmosphere and Doomtree at some point, right? I'm guessing, right? It has to be. Like, I know we've reviewed a lot of albums by this point, so I'm sure if it's come up, we've made note of it, but I don't remember. But it feels like a natural fit, because their styles do kind of seem... Like, I always think it's kind of weird when you talk about scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, like if this is the the, the Minneapolis scene, it's like... There is kind of a, a correlation, like it does kind of sound similar yeah, like in they, a way.
0: They, they use, uh you know, you can tell they're using like real instruments, you know, like there's one track on here where it's just a guitar, I think, uh, as he's
1: rapping it, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I did like when they did that, when the instrumental was more sparse, I thought that did sound good.
0: Yeah, so there's a very noticeable, like, general vibe of, like, the down note, like, low-key, you know, telling you about real life. And I guess also our words don't always have to rhyme. That seems to be part of the style, too, apparently.
1: Oh, yeah, it's just par for the course. You know how it is in Minneapolis. They can't be bothered.
0: (laughs) That's what pulls me out of it so much, because, like, the rhyme scheme is, like, the little, like, it's the vine that swings you to the next part of the lyric, right? You know? And, yeah. And when they're just so not, like, focused on it at all, unless there's, like, a specific point of making it, like, a beat poetry sort of thing, you know, when it's just, like, I was just talking and talking at this, and that will the word, and, and the rhyme is a splapper, but I made it kind of rhyme with the word before, so that... It's just, <sighs> like... Uh, but you could have written really, like... Don't act like you don't know what that sounds like. You know, like
1: (laughs) this isn't live. You have more. (laughs) You have more opportunities to make it sound better if you want. Yeah. It's like nah. This is exactly how I intended. Nah, because it's real. Fuck you. If you don't like it, you can. They can respect the cocker. Leave. (laughs) mm -hmm. (laughs) You've never been to Minneapolis. You don't know how it is here. You don't know how we roll. Yeah, we don't got time to rhyme words. (laughs) The hustle and bustle of Minneapolis. We gotta, get home down.
0: we gotta get home and cry about our broken families,
1: apparently. God, yeah. And all the sad people we've encountered along the way in our daily commute. It's nothing but sadness and downtrodden. No, everywhere you look. I love this city. Why are we <laughs> laughing about this?
0: The city's clearly rotting from the inside. Someone do something.
1: <laughs> Every album is a cry for help from the inside. <laughs> Hopefully someone in the outside world will hear our plea. <laughs> that about does it. It about covers it. Uh, for this week's episode of Going Off, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And thank you so much if you're one of the folks that requested the albums that we uh, reviewed this week. We've only got a couple slots left. If you want to head over to our Kofi, that's ko-fi.com slash goingoff, G-O-I-N-O-F-F uh r- check out the page for details and the price difference and all that jazz uh,
0: streaming twitch twitch.tv slash rap critical be there for that uh get with it act like you want it uh review a new uh i got the, i do that podcast where i review movies you know um you know so over here uh, we we'd be reviewing albums over there we review movies uh taking a few requests actually we just got a new request for another movie for us to do so uh, uh can't wait for those to come out um And, oh, we should be doing a crossover sometime soon. uh, Another crossover, right? We got something in the works, right? We're cooking something up. uh.
1: If this just happens to be your first time listening to our show after, what, like five plus years, you could check out all the old episodes on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, or iTunes. One of those is bound to work for you. There's an RSS feed that goes out from SoundCloud to iTunes and Spotify. So when it gets uploaded to SoundCloud, it might take a little bit, but it shows up everywhere else. And then I upload the video to uh, to YouTube. So if you're chilling at home and you and you're not going to be burning data and you want to check it out on YouTube, that's cool. If you're walking around, riding the bus, whatever, you want to listen to us on the go, maybe Spotify or iTunes might work better for you. Who knows? It's up to you. The options are there. But until next time for Going Off, I'm Muse. And I'm rap Critic. And she's a snake that can fly.
0: She's just food for the fleas. She thinks she's better than me just because she's free. My beautiful bird has gone away. My beautiful bird has gone away.
1: My beautiful <laughs> Hey, bring that beat back.